as I'm running towards the guy, he turned, slashed me over my eye, and it just opened up like a waterfall. I put my left hand up, he stabbed me through the left arm, and then he stabbed down into my spinal cord, paralyzing me immediately. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Leg. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There's no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution. God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Leg. Hi, this is Evangelist Don Lay. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had real problems, but found answers and a real God. Today, we're going to talk about whether there really is life after death. Now, there are some who say that there is no life after death, and that our consciousness just vaporizes into thin air. And then there are others who believe in life after death, but many have a different idea and belief on what that actually is. So today on our show, we'll have Arnold Harvey, who didn't believe in God, and he had a near-death experience, and that experience changed his life forever. Arnold, thanks so much for joining us. Hey, thank you. I appreciate you having me on the show. Super excited about being able to share my testimony. So thank you so much. Awesome. Having you with us, Arnold. Now, before the whole experience of nearly dying, I understand you grew up in a family that wasn't very active in their faith life until later on. Tell us about that. Yeah, growing up, my parents weren't very religious at all. We rarely went to church. We grew up kind of Catholic, I guess you could say. We would go on Easter or Christmas, but that was about it. So growing up, I really had no personal relationship with God. I kind of was just out living for myself, doing my own thing, partying, traveling, having fun. And my parents didn't convert till later on when I was in my teenage years. And after that, it was probably too late. They were trying to preach to me, but I didn't want to hear anything about it. Mm, understandable. And when you grew up, you joined the army and you had an experience while you rejected this idea of faith that your parents were bringing to you. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, we were getting ready to get deployed to Iraq and the commander let us go off post and we were at a nightclub partying. You know, we didn't know what was going to happen when we get over to the desert. So we were all out there just partying. And next thing you know, at the end of the night, a big, huge brawl broke out in the parking lot. You know, that kind of happens a lot in the Army, <laughs> you know, with young guys with testosterone. But this night, one of the guys brought a field knife with him, and he ended up pulling it out and stabbed my best friend in the stomach. Oh. And then he stabbed him in the rib cage. And I ran over to go help him. And as I'm running towards the guy, he turned, slashed me over my eye, and it just opened up like a waterfall. Oh. I put my left hand up. He stabbed me through the left arm and then pulled the knife out and I tackled him low, like around the waist. And as he was falling back, he stabbed down into my spinal cord right in the middle of my back, paralyzing me immediately. And when I was on the ground, paralyzed, he stabbed me 10 more times in the back and went through my rib cage, collapsed my lung, all in the upper back. He went seven to eight inches deep with each stab wound. Oh my gosh, that is horrific to even think about. I mean... You're just going out to party and even defend your friend, and here you are being stabbed. What were you thinking as all of this was happening? That this was it, you know, that this was going to be how it was all going to end. You know, a lot of people probably think about like, man, we all got to go, but how is it going to be, you know? And for that to be the moment, I couldn't believe, like, I'm 21, I just turned 21. 
I have my first child on the way. My wife at the time was eight months pregnant with my daughter. And this was it. I'm never going to see my daughter. I'm never going to see my family again. This is how it's going to end on the cold parking lot floor bleeding out. Oh my gosh, that is horrible. What were you feeling in your emotions at this time? Like, did you feel super scared? Yeah, absolute panic, just fear all the way through my body. I had visions. I saw my mother and I saw her over my casket crying. And I saw my wife at the time crying and pregnant. And it was just absolute terror, fear just gripped my whole body. It was horrifying. Oh, I could imagine that you would be thinking that. My gosh, I understand you had a thought about what your parents were telling you about God. And at that point, you started calling out to that God. What did you say in that moment? Yeah, the only thing I knew to say at that moment was, God, please help me. If you're real, please help me. Uh And absolute silence after that. Complete silence. Outer space type silence. And immediately the pain went away. Immediately, I just felt this warm feeling, almost like slipping into a warm bath. And I was just engulfed in love, like completely all in and through my whole body. There was just love vibrating through me. And I could see the love within everybody that was around me. I don't know how to explain it, but only way I can translate it in my own mind is that God is love. Mm-hmm. And he was revealing his love to me at that moment that he is love in all things, in and through everyone. It was one of the most beautiful experiences I've ever had in my life. Oh, that is so interesting because it was like such a dramatic transition where you should have been experiencing fear and panic and anxiety, right? Absolutely. I mean, before I called out to God, you got to imagine this is outside of a nightclub at 3, 4 a.m. There's people all over the place and they're screaming. There's blood everywhere. There's just this chaotic scene and it's freezing cold outside, February in Germany. And then immediately when I called out, there was an absolute silence, absolute warmth, comfort, love, no pain, no fear, no negative feeling at all whatsoever despite the chaos. Wow. And I understand you suddenly had this understanding that you could either go all the way into death or you could come back. Well, what happened was I felt the life slipping away. I had this experience with God. I felt the love. I felt the warmth. And deep inside, I had this feeling, this knowing, this intuition, this revelation, this something that I could either go with this feeling And that it will be over, but it will be okay that I will be with God. Or I can struggle, I can fight. And all I saw was just pain. I mean, it was just flashes of just pain. I don't know if I was given the option or not. I don't want people to think that everybody has an option to whether they live or die during a situation. But I know for me, that's what happened to me. And I just kept seeing pain. But all I could think of was my daughter that I had never seen before. And I just started to fight. I just started to shake this feeling off. I don't want to go. I don't want to go, you know. And immediately the pain started coming back. But then immediately following that, it was darkness. And then I woke up five days later. So I don't know how to explain that. My gosh, let's stop there. And Arnold, I want to have you on our next show to talk about what happened after you woke up in the hospital. Thanks so much for sharing what happened to you, Arnold. Absolutely. Hold on. There's more. I have something to talk to you about right after the break. 
Listen, my friend, you are in a spiritual battle, and there's a spiritual battle right now for the soul of our nation. The Bible says we overcome the power of the enemy by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimonies. And friend, I need your help spreading this show to all 50 states all across the USA, and that takes money to broadcast in each city. You can help by being a stable monthly giver of our ministry, Awakening the Nations. We are a ministry who's committed to preaching the gospel all across the world. Partner by going to awakeningthenations.com and we believe America shall be saved. Real Life Radio is a ministry of Awakening the Nations, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that depends on your donations. If you would like to find out more about Awakening the Nations or make a tax-deductible donation, please visit our website at awakeningthenations.com or call us at 877-480-4477. That's awakeningthenations.com or 877-480-4477. More real life starts now. Welcome back to the show where we're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So what do you think about this? To me, it's pretty scary to hear about the guy who had the knife. You know, the guy who was stabbing Arnold and his friend like crazy. That's straight up like from a movie or something. I mean, here he is, Arnold, thinking that he was living life. He would never see death come upon him, at least not soon. He's 21. He's strong. You know, not going to die for a while. And then next thing you know, he's getting stabbed to death by this animal of a guy. What was so fascinating to me is that he wasn't some saint or some Christian guy. He was someone who didn't know the Lord, but he knew to call out to the Lord in a very last minute way. And that's what he did. And then he experienced the next life. Now it's written in ancient scriptures in Romans 10, 13, for whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Arnold was in the process of dying. Now, I don't know if he had truly died completely that day. Would he have been really going to heaven? That we don't know 100%. However, he did experience heaven. And we do know that he called upon the Lord as he was dying. And it was almost as if God gave him a chance. A chance what? To know him. By the way he described the Lord, it was like that warm bath being in the love of God. I mean, what an incredible description. I think when you think of dying, you don't think of that, right? But he experienced being like in this bath of the love of God where It is warm. There is no coldness. It is just this wonderful feeling. He's literally enveloped into God's love. And he, at that moment, he understood that God is love. And, you know, it's written in ancient scriptures. It's written in the Holy Bible, this very thing in 1 John 4, 16. It says this, And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love, and he who abides in love abides in God and God in him. You see, in the Bible, it says that God is love, and we will either be in the love of God, or we will be in the wrath of God that will lead to damnation. That's reality. Now, how does one get to the love of God? Well, if everyone was drowning in water, I would say whoever has a life vest would survive, right? That's just scientific fact. And according to ancient scriptures, whoever is saved from the wrath of God, meaning those who accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, will have that quote-unquote life vest upon them spiritually. And they will experience the love of God when they pass from this life into the next. Now, I've heard from others where they did not experience that. Those who have died and they were not Christians, they did not know God. And they died not knowing God and then came back. And they experienced something different. They experienced that coldness, very cold, or they experienced pain. 
they're experiencing the wrath of God. And so the truth is, if you're hearing this, you need to experience the love of God for yourself. You need to know that when you pass on to the next, that you are slipping into the love of God. And how do you know that? You need to have a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. And I sense that there's someone who isn't sure where they'll go when they die. Maybe you're not sure whether you'll go to heaven and if you'll experience the full love of God, or you don't even know where you're going. But I'm telling you, you can have that guarantee right now. If you call upon the name of the Lord to save you right now, that will be your destination. To save you from what? To save you from your sins. To save you from the things that want to drag you down to the pit. If that's you, let's surrender those things to the Lord and follow Him. Father God, I'm praying for my friend, the friend who's saying, gosh, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know where I'm going when I die. Father, I give my life to you, friend. Just give your life to him now. And Jesus, we welcome you in. We receive the forgiveness of our sins and we repent of our sins and we call upon your name to save our souls, Lord Jesus, so that we can walk into relationship with you. We ask for this in Jesus' mighty name. Now, I hope you're blessed by this testimony and I know that your life was touched. If you need prayer, please give us a call at 877-480-4477. That's 877-480-4477. See you next time.